Midterm Mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. closer we get, the more mayhem that we have. Mayhem. Every day at 4.05, we bring you midterm mayhem. The madness. The mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Little volume, Pablo. Oh, the mayhem. Today, Chad. A special day is always Wednesday. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages, we do it every single week at this time. We talk to her. She gets us over the hump, and she's also our election insider. The one, the only, the former great governor of the great state of Arizona, the governor, Jan Brew. Hello, Jan. Well, hello there. You're not allowed to call her Jan. I can't, too. I've never called her Jan. I'm tight like that. No way. Absolutely. Am I allowed to call you that? I can't call you that, governor. I can't do it. Well, you can. You no. can try. No, no. Well, I, you I know why? Because you and I are tight like that. <laughs> hey, Governor, let's get into a couple things. I, I have two questions to ask you, uh, and I want to pick your brain on this, because independence will yeah. pick the next governor of the great state of Arizona. One in five independents don't know who they're voting for when it comes to Carrie Lake or Katie Hobbs. The other four have figured it out. I don't know if it's a split, if it's leaning one way. I'm not sure. Governor, what does Katie Hobbs bring to the table for independence? For sure. And, and, <laughs> like, so my God, and, I'm going to be the governor of a state. That's going to be awesome. And what does Carrie Lake bring to the table for independence? It's a, it's a two-parter. Well, it's, it's going to be very difficult, I think, uh, when you look at both candidates running uh, from the Republican Party and the Democrat Party, because some of their issues are very extreme, either to the left or to the right. And I think most independents are more uh, issue oriented. Hmm. And so I think they ought to be talking about a lot of issue things and not issues that are just uh, uh, issues that we tend to plant our flag on and we're not budging or moving on it. And I think that we're seeing some of that, but it's going to have to come a little bit more um, in that direction. Um, either one of them can, can probably move it because this race is really tight. Hey, who do you, who do you think what they're saying? Who do you think the independents are leaning towards? You know, it's really hard. It's, 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 tough. it's really hard. I know, I know many, I know a few anyway, and it is uh, difficult. It's even difficult to talk to the people of the party, either Democrat or Republican, because they're kind of mixed up too, mm. you know? So it's, um, it's, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a long night. Governor Brewer's joining the program. You like to call her Jan. Oh, I mean, Jan, that's I like to call her. Goodness right on. Christ. So, hey, you know what? She's so informal here. You know what? We are because we're tight like this and we're talking serious <laughs> stuff. Here's something for you, Jan. Oh, uh, geez. And, and, I want, and I want you to understand. I've human resources and turn you in. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I'm trans, so we're fine. Uh, here's what? the. Uh, You're what? Yeah, you know what? That's how you, what that's, you, that's how you win human resources. What? So, here's something for you. What does an independent look like nowadays? Like, is it a person that is a disgruntled Republican? Is it a more of a libertarian? Is it a disgruntled Democrat? Are they older? Are they younger? They're sort of Gato's like. Um, <laughs> That's a shame. I don't know. I think it's people. I think that it's people that have uh, uh, left. A lot of them have left the, the the organized parties. They've left their party because they didn't like what was going on because they were too extreme. So I, you know, I think it probably spans the broad 
sector uh, of both sides of of, of the um, political um, spectrum. They just they they don't want to be into a um, de- a, a demographic that says this is what you are. And being independent, they don't have any loyalty to a party. They don't have to say things because they're a Republican. They don't have to say things because they're Democrats. They can just go down and talk about issues. So there's not that loyalty issue. And we're seeing that both young and old, we've had long-time Republicans that have left the party, and we've had kids that don't want to be put in the box as one party or the other, so they're registering independent. And that's our biggest um, dem- our demographic of electors now is the independent. Yep. How, how do you go about if you're them? Because you talk about all those people that did leave because of the extremes. Because they, mm-hmm. How do you, who may be more extreme on one side, you left the Republican because they were too extreme, but you look over there and you're getting nothing from Hobbs. How do you reach somebody who, by all accounts, is kind of extreme if you go and look at a lot of the stuff? And if you left the, 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 the Democrats because they were too extreme, you look over and there's somebody that you think, well, this person is just an extreme. How can any of these people reach any of these voters that are going to swing this vote potentially? Well, I think rather than talking about hot button issues, they have to talk about issues. I mean, policy issues. They're going to have to talk about taxes. They're going to have to probably talk about um, uh, jobs and the economy and the things that you know affect those people because they don't want to talk about these hot button subjects because they're, mind is already made up on those things and they are made up with republicans and they're made up with democrats but the independents focus you know there are democrats that won't vote for a republican because of certain things and there are republicans that never vote for a democrat because of certain things but the independents they will go either way they change, they're not loyal they, they don't have any loyalty they can change back and forth down you know on the ticket they just go back and forth back and forth I think you're right. I don't have any loyalty. I'm an independent, and you know I talk about it all the time. It, what does it What does it mean for me to be an independent? You're voter fluid. I, I guess I am. But education. I want you to pay teachers. Right. Border. How about the border? Right. I want you to pay attention to the border. And it's so funny because both of those things, in many cases, juxtapose each other as far as parties. I know. I know. So uh-huh. it's like issues. Yes. Issues. Issues. All right. Former Arizona Governor Jan Brewer. Jan. Uh, Oh, geez. How informal can you be? Hey, Governor, thanks for joining us. Midterm mayhem. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next week. Later, Jan. Oh, you got it. Oh, All right, I'll bye. See you later. Oh, gosh. How could you do that? I just called her Jan. I know, like a t- thousand times. How terrible awesome. are you? That's it. awful. You know what? She loves it because I don't pull okay. any punches and we're having a good time. Okay. Hey, it's time for five spots. Five spots. All right. Why don't we do this? We've been talking about independence. Okay. We want you to call us right now. If you're an independent voter, okay, you plan to vote. Um, we know that four out of five independent voters already know who they're going to vote for in the governor's race. I'll, I think we need to find out, at least in terms of how does that fall? Is it two for Hobbs or two for uh, uh, Lake? Lake? I mean, how's it go? Chad? Is it three for Hobbs or is it three for Lake and one? I'm really interested. Independent voters, 602-277-KTAR. We're going to ask how you're going to vote the governor's race. Uh, That is next.
All right, time to put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Here's the new poll. When it comes to the governor's race, four out of five independent voters know who they're going to vote for. Either Lake or Hobbs. That one independent voter, undecided. That's me. I've said it. I'm not voting for Carrie Lake. She thinks Biden lost the election as zero evidence. She wants to end mail-in voting. She's too extreme for me as an independent. But then I look at Katie Hobbs and I go, did she just say, by the way, I'm encouraged by Biden's administration, how he's closing some of the gaps in the border wall. What a joke that is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm voting for her at all. But she said it more like, oh, my God, I'm oh, so encouraged by all the good stuff going on down there at the border. I went down there for spring break one time. And I was like, awesome. Mexico. Five independent calls right now. We're going to ask you, uh, are you part of the four or five independents who know who you're voting for? Or are you still undecided? Let's let's see how this breaks down. Five random calls, independents. Here I we go. She won't come on our show. Uh, Dawn in Mesa. Dawn, who are you voting for? You're an independent. I am not voting for either. Like, and I don't know. Like, I feel like when it comes to the actual election on election day, I'm just going to leave that box blank. You're like me. Yeah, okay, Dawn. So, Thank you. So far, blank has won. Thank <laughs> you. Blank has won. Awesome name guy, Chad in Peoria. What's up, Chad? How you doing? What's happening, brother? How you all doing? Right, Wait, you, know, we, you know what? We have special th- chads. We all have special things. What's going on, brother? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, who are you voting for? Which one of these yahoos? Hobbs, <laughs> uh, Carrie Lake's too uh, too far right. Yeah, too no extreme conspiracy for you. theory. No conspiracy. Yeah. Well, don't you think that the border being closed now is a conspiracy theory? Well, I I, I rather go with the border conspiracy theory than uh, than Biden lost. You say that now? Well, Biden didn't lose. He double lost. Chad, jeez. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So one for Hobbs, Hobbs, and one for blank. For Mel Blake. Fantastic. Uh, Nathan in uh, North Phoenix. All right. You're an independent. Who are you voting for for governor? Hey, this is what it comes down to nowadays. You're not voting for anybody. You're voting against somebody. And right. These days, I'm voting against Carrie Lake. Hands down. All right. So All right. you're going to vote for Hobbs. Yeah. So, well, yeah. you're going to vote against Carrie Lake. Uh, no, it, right, and that's it. But I think the whole thing is it could be anybody in that position let that's me, not Carrie Lake. Let me say this, too. There are polls. One shows Hobbs is up by one. There's another poll shows Lake's up by like two. I'm going to tell you, if you, you're, you're Katie Hobbs, you're liking that. Cause you're and not, if you're Carrie Lake, you're probably liking see, that. See, I don't think so. Oh, I, I think, think it, so. Maybe, maybe. I guess I'm trying to say, if you're Carrie Lake, you're out there and you're talking and you are campaigning and you're putting an effort in. Now, everything that comes out of her mouth is hot garbage, if you ask me. But Katie Hobbs isn't even... Yeah, that's what I think. She's full of heart garbage. So, so she's, she, as we said, she's kind of doing what Biden did to win. Less is more. But there is a, there was a long, everything. very long, long track record with Biden. Right. Tell me no, what you right. know about Hobbs. No, it's like what Nathan just said. You're voting. Yeah. He said he's voting against Kerry Lake. Let me let me let me do this real quick. So we got five spot. We got five independent calls, uh, independent voters uh, calling. Uh, four or five independents know who they're voting for in the governor's race. That one, like me, I don't know if I want to vote for either. All right. So, so far, we've taken three calls. Uh, one, we'll leave it blank. Two for Hobbs. Nothing for Lake yet. Eric in Phoenix, who are you voting for? Yeah, hi. Um, I kind of agree with that last caller. Um, I'll be voting against Carrie Lake for for Hobbs because um, she's too delusional and i'd rather have somebody who um 
plays it safe than somebody who just has a delusional worldview. Gotcha. All right, there you go. Fantastic. There you go. Now, remember, these are five random calls. Nobody was screened. We put their name up and where they're calling from, and that's how we do five spot. We don't ask a single question off the air. So it's it's as random as you can get. It's as random as you can get. Uh, John in Glendale. Who are you voting for for governor? Or who are you voting hey against? Hey, guys, I... Yeah. I, I like the response of that last caller, but that doesn't mean I'm voting for uh, for Hobbs. Okay. That's just, I was never a Democrat, and now I know why. But Carrie Lake, crazy Carrie Lake, no way. Are you? So what does that mean? You're staying out of things? You're not going to vote? Or are you going to vote for Hobbs? I'm probably going to stay out of this one. Okay. All right. Cool. I Fantastic. Just, yeah, there's just no good, no good choice here. Gotcha. Yeah. This is the best bad option, I think. Is what this the, is very you know, telling. This is very telling. So, just on our five spot, five random calls, all are independent this callers. Poll's probably as good as any other poll out there. Uh, three out of five say I'm voting for Hobbs, and I don't think any of them really like her. No. They, well, they said they were voting against Carrie Lake. Two out of the five calls say they're going to leave it blank. But no one said Carrie Lake. Doesn't mean that that's you can't. I'm, we're not saying to write this five spot into stone, and it, it is that. But it is telling that it was Hobbs three, and I'm not voting at all two. Very interesting. All right, coming up next. If you throw rocks at a Phoenix police officer, do you deserve to get shot? This happened. We're going to break it down for you next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Stevie Nicks heading to the Action Pavilion next Thursday. Vanessa Carlton's going to join her. Tickets on sale now. You can win a pair by visiting the contest page, KTAR.com. Trying to get more information about what happened uh, with Phoenix Police. There was a deadly shooting. As I always say, uh, don't always... uh, don't always look at just the headlines because there are headlines out there making the cops look very bad. And you know what? I think most of us don't know exactly what happened with this incident, but let's try and break it down, Chad. Okay. Um, we have one man who is dead. He was shot dead by the Phoenix police. Uh, it was Saturday evening. We've got a man is a somewhere in central Phoenix deciding I'm going to throw rocks at cop cars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bad start. Bad I don't know why he's doing it. Um, mental illness. It could be mental illness. Like his family mentioned something about okay. he's had you know mental illness problems. He was trying to get better. Right. Uh, but other cars had, I guess, reported that there was something going on. Okay. So all the police know is they like you know they're they're driving and all of a sudden their car gets hit by whatever. I, I mean, do you think they even thought it was a rock? I mean, well, you really might don't have been know. a gun. Maybe that's what they thought. Something hit my car. And right. let's be real. We live in a state where there was some issues with people being shot at as they were driving. Oh, we've had freeway shooters. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. The family of a man who was shot and killed by Phoenix police over the weekend says that they now plan to sue the department over his death. 34-year-old Ali Osman was killed after police say he threw rocks at officers and did not obey commands to stop. Team 12's Chase Lightly spoke with Osman's family this afternoon about the loss of their loved one. All right. So here's a little bit about the... Hard to sleep. Hard to 
just do anything. A struggle to move forward from heartbreak. We just spoke to him a couple days ago, and now he's gone. The family of Ali Osman sharing memories of him. He just wanted to help everybody in the world. A loving person also. Loving person. Wishing they had more time together. I missed him. If he was here, I would just give him a hug. I'd really feel it. I'm never going to have that opportunity again, and it hurts. It's a sad story. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. Um, I don't know who would stand on a sidewalk and just hurl rocks at police officers. Or anybody coming by. Yeah, it's just an, an odd thing to do. And maybe it was mental illness. Here's, Kids do stuff. Like sure. young children. Who, sure. Like they'll throw something at a car. I mean, you know, that this is obviously somebody who has probably mental illness, maybe drug problem. We don't know. Okay. But what do you do if you're the police? Because... You know, it goes back to, is there a less lethal option? Do they know that they got hit with rocks? What I, were I don't they know. Told from, what, did, because other people reported that there was somebody throwing something or something was hitting cars. Did the dispatch get a call from somebody and somebody might have said, uh, I think somebody shot at me. Right. And so... That person then tells the police officers, we have reports of a potential shooting. They then feel like something happens and they spin around. And what happens from there? I think when you're told someone is, if a cop is told someone's throwing rocks, you'll handle it one way. If a cop is told, we don't know what someone is doing on the sidewalk. It could be he's throwing rocks at cars or shooting at cars. Then you're, then you're. You're going to treat it differently. You're going to be on your guard. So I don't know. I don't I'm not ready to blame the Phoenix Police Department for this because I just don't think we have enough information. Here's the thing, though. I've got to think the cops, they get hit by the rocks. What they do is they stop their car. They tell the man, listen, you know, stop what you're doing. I can I can tell you this. Officers turned around. Let me read part of the story. Officers turned around uh, and they saw him continuing to throw rocks at them. Does that mean that they know it's a rock? That tells me they they don't believe it's a gun. Well, if, if if it's just like, you know, they're standing there and they're throwing a bunch of rocks at them and they can see that it's rocks. Yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, okay. that, that feels like, well, you know, it's rocks. All right. So uh, the officers knew that it was a rock being thrown at them. So they stopped their car. And this is according to? Uh, this is the report. Okay. Yeah. Officers turned around. And they saw the man continuing to throw rocks at them. They reportedly asked him to stop. But when he did not, both officers fired their weapons, hitting him. He was taken to the hospital. He died of his wounds. Well, we're going to have the cameras, what they say, within two weeks, because of the transparency, we'll have the camera footage out. Right. And we'll be able to take a look. But if, if, if I know somebody's throwing a rock at me and I have a gun... That changes everything. How big's the rock, right? If you're throwing boulders at me and you're that big, well, then you know what? Maybe. Well, maybe, no one can throw a boulder. Yeah. Well, you whole can. All right. I don't the whole can, but not many other but people. No, but I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it, you've got a gun. So that's a different story. The lethal, less lethal option is the option we should be talking about, especially when it comes to mental illness. And as much as we want that to be a part, we ask them again, marriage counselors. Uh, they, we ask them to counsel children, addiction specialists, uh, mental illness, drugs. all of the other things, drugs. Right. At some point, you know, they say, well, we got to get people out there who can talk to these people who, who are professionals when it comes to, to mental illness. You don't always get that chance. Some of that stuff split second. A vast yeah. majority of it is. Yeah. But if, if you know somebody's throwing a rock at you, 
uh, yeah, that, 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 and you know that that's all they have, and you shoot them, mm. I have a problem with that. I'm thinking rubber bullets rubber would be bullets? probably a better thing. Absolutely. Um, tasers. Uh, the I don't know how you close, get close you can get. The taser. Right. Right. I don't know. I'm not, I, listen, I'm, I'm, I think that this is a very tough story to talk about, and it's a tough story on this family. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's brutal that their loved one died. I just don't know what the cops were, were seeing. Uh, we don't have the body cam footage yet, but if they overreacted, the investigation is going to say they overreacted. So I'm willing to wait a little bit. We're going to find I think out. That's fair. We'll All find right. out more, and as soon as that the camera footage comes out, as we'll, you know, uh, I think we're going to find a lot more. I hope it's not just eight seconds of something, right. which is what sometimes we get. Right. All right. Hurricane Ian. We're watching it uh, as it has devastated Florida. We're seeing homes like float by. In parts of Florida, we're going to give you the latest next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, here's the latest from Florida. We've got Hurricane Ian. It is bad, man. It is slammed into Florida. Uh, So I think Orlando's coming up. I think that's tomorrow. No, they're going to get hit here they're in a little hit. while. Oh, they are? Yeah. In fact, my buddy who is on the radio on there, he just tweeted out something. Uh, all the power's off in Gosh, our station. How scary. Yeah. Have you ever been through a hurricane? Yeah. Uh, I've only been through one. Uh, it was a long time ago. I remember being in like elementary school. It was Hurricane Laura on the East Coast. It was nothing really. Yeah. Um, but... What, which one were you through? I was uh, in uh, England, and it was 87. I was a youngster, and uh, there was a famous uh, a, f- a famous meteorologist who uh, told everybody, oh, yeah, somebody called it today and said there might be a hurricane, but don't worry about it. It's going to hit Spain. And Man, it smashed right into England like you couldn't believe, and he never lived that down. <laughs> and then I have been in some horrific weather in Florida that was terrifying. Uh, and just ahead of stuff that came later on, but never preparing for something. And the thing is, in England, it was nothing like this. It was nasty floods. It was horrific in the the rain, but they're built a little bit better for it. But we weren't near the ocean. Yeah. So, um, Florida, what's FEMA up to? They prepositioned thousands of generators, hundreds of Army Corps of Engineer personnel, nearly four million meals, three and a half million liters of water, uh, ambulances. The Red Cross alone said they were ready to feed 600,000 people. So what that tells us, again, is this is an all-hands-on-deck operation. Yeah, uh, citizens are are watching, like from their windows, homes float by, or at least a roof float by. We've seen sharks, right? Yeah. Or don't you? Yeah, like because like you got the, bull in the, sharks in and, the middle of the street. Yeah, they're they're floating around. And here's the other thing. Yeah. Uh, chaos comes when there's an opportunity like this for alligators to be out and about. They love this kind of stuff, and. Uh, it's could. Uh, it's going to be interesting over the next few days because eventually, here by Saturday, this thing's probably going to dry itself out. Maybe Sunday, right? And the devastation. Here's one sheriff. We got calls of people that uh, buildings that are compromised, rooftops floating down the streets, vehicles. Uh, I mean, you name it, it hasn't stopped. And unfortunately, you know, we cannot get back out there to access uh, those calls until it's safe. I mean, the only way to really like. Understand what people in Florida are going through. Like in your home, 
just think of the car that you just parked in your driveway underwater. Yeah. Like if you're in Chandler or Mesa or Scottsdale or whatever. You're going you. up into your, potentially going up to your second floor in some areas yeah. because the first floor. Right, exactly. Um, there is water in your house that's at least three or four feet high. It's insane. Right? It's insane. It is so scary. Nature will mess you up. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't care what anybody says. Oh, there's this, that. That is nature being nature. Yeah. And like when you, I'm kind of watching this on social media because people are uploading like, it's, I don't want to say, I don't know what, what, what it's, it's not a highlight reel, but it's like the worst of the worst. Yes. Right? So you're watching this kind of on social media where, you know, one guy is pulling a dog out from under, under the water and you're like, oh my gosh. Did you see the guy horrific. swimming in his house? No. Swimming in his house. Inside I mean, of his inside house? Inside of his house. Look at the fire department right there. They can't get their trucks out. Those things are just, it's insane. But so this the guy, fire department, we're watching this now, it is waist deep. And I don't know what city that's in. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Cape, yeah, well, I don't know. Port Charlotte, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Bah, uh, but Boca Raton, it's, West Palm Beach. But it's scary, man. It is scary. And it's one of those things where you have to decide, am I going to leave my house and go somewhere else? But your plan better be good. And where are you going to go? Yeah. Do you go to like a loved one who lives in a different part of the country? Or do you go somewhere, you know, do you go to Georgia or something? Well, I mean, Georgia, they're expecting Georgia and the Carolinas. Get, here's what people do. They travel up from the, you know, they go from the south all the way up north. They try to get to Orlando and some of the other places. Well, Orlando, you said it's going to get hit, too. you know, that they're going to have an opportunity to get somewhere where they're going to have, where they're going to be staying. You know, hotels put people up. Uh, I had a couple friends who got stuck in, uh, was it Andrew, the big one? Uh, in, in Florida, they were visiting, they were on vacation. Oh, Andrew was massive. They were there for like a day and then they had to drive up stair- and hotels were putting everybody up. Like people were sleeping on the floor and everything. Right. I mean, that's the best that you can do. But you know what? This is when all of us come together. Politics goes out the window. We're talking about Biden and, and, and have already talked. Uh, you know, hey, DeSantis. Look, DeSantis, let's get this handled and sorted out. But this is when everybody comes together and goes, you know what? Uh, look, I don't care about your politics or any of that stuff. Uh, let's just get safe and, and, and get on with our lives. Right. For Biden and DeSantis to have a conversation, yeah. that should show the country we can work together. Absolutely. And we should work together in, in specific situations, certainly like this. All right. We'll keep you up to date on Hurricane Ian. We've got the 5 o'clock KTAR News expansion. Becky Lynn is up next.